a guide to anal sex, how to do it the right way. This is an article posted, no joke, in Teen Vogue. Teen effing Vogue, okay? In November of last year, you can Google it. Now, you guys know I'm no prude. Listen, I showed my tits and my ass in Playboy because I wanted to, I pitched that shit, okay? I'm no prude, but I'm saying like, what? what is going, who's in charge over there? This is coming from me. So I know I got you guys all riled up about this because last week in my episode, I talked about that Teen Vogue convention I covered where I felt like depressed leaving because I never had to be more of an adult with these issues that they were covering. We're gonna dive in to that. But then I started doing a little deep dive. I'm looking at this site. They're literally talking about sex in more depth and more detail than Ariana and Cardi B's love child combined. Cause I know you guys were riled up, married, not married, kids, not, no kids, men, women. Like you guys were like, what is happening here? What kind of twilight zone is this? And guys, this is way beyond just the topic of sex. This is way beyond just one magazine teen Vogue. Is this really in kids' best interests? Are we stripping away their innocence and filling their heads with things that, let's be honest, as adults, we have our whole damn lives to be torn up with and to deal with, okay? That we're still grappling with. Is this in their best interest? Or is this to prove a point, a, a woke point, if you will? Well, today I have two ladies who I, I like can't find anyone better on the interweb to discuss. Okay. Two moms, two MILFs, two hot moms. And I don't think these are like prude women either. Wait until you see them. Okay. And they're going <laughs> to tell you the same shit. So we, and they're both in the media space. So they like know what, what's going on to my right or to my left. I don't really know. It depends on how this, this Zoom is gonna play out. But we have Amber Nicole Miller. She is a model. Look at this MILF, okay? She's a model. She's an entrepreneur. Her man's is a UFC Hall of Famer. Is this right, yeah. Amber? Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Yes. And she has 11 year old twin boys, okay? And then below me is Kira Lynn my dear friend, a fellow entertainment journalist, and she is a boss ass bitch. And she runs the site Hollywood First Look Features and she has an 11 year old daughter. So ladies, welcome. Thank you for joining. Thank you for potentially you. getting canceled because we're about to pop off in this bitch. Right? <laughs> so, okay, first, before we get into the heavy issues, right? And we know, listen, like I'm poking fun at Teen Vogue. I I'm not ignorant. I know that this one magazine doesn't speak to and for this entire generation of kids, but is this indicative of where we're going? So let's talk about the sex stuff. Whoever wants to hop in, like what is going on? And what was your reaction when you see this like anal sex article, for example? Me personally, having an 11 year old and trying to remember what I was like at 11. I was still playing with Barbies. I didn't know what sex was. My daughter came in, you know, from my makeup box with my liquid eyeliner, trying to perfect the perfect winged eye. And I'm like, you are what? 11 years old, you know? I'm like, yes. what does this matter to you? And where are you yeah. picking this up? I think that our kids are unfortunately growing up way faster than I think any of us parents would like. I don't know, even if she were to 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, I would still expect for her to open up a teen magazine looking for 
kissing tips? Find out what perfume, you know, makes boys, what drives boys mad. I don't know, but <laughs> anal sex is a little much for me. Y'all, I'm turning 30 in a couple weeks and like, I'm not TMI, like I'm not even thinking about it, okay? Do your 11 year olds need to be reading about this? I mean, Amber, I know that obviously, but you know, so by the way, you guys, Teen Vogue's demo is they say pre-teens and girls from about 13 to 19 from my little research, but mostly 13 to 16. So as yeah. a mom of boys, are you like the audacity? Well, uh, to be quite honest, I found out about this not through Teen Vogue, which is vile. I can't even imagine being a mom of a girl and seeing that, but um, our boys are going to be introduced to this in their sexual education. And as of this year, which is sixth grade in middle school, they're being introduced into things like anal sex, oral sex. And they're also learning that, you know, if it feels good, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy, if they're playing with your butt or doing all these awful things. I'm like flabbergasted. I'm like, my child wouldn't even ask about this. They're like just going through like changes and getting hair in places that they weren't used to. And now you're telling my child about these sexual orientation and it's all under the guise. It's papered it, papered and, and printed and pretty to be inclusive to the LGBTQ community. And I think it's a false and it's a farce. It's ridiculous because that's not what it is. There are not 11 year old LGBTQ community kids in their classroom going, I wanna hear about anal and oral. I think that's rubbish and the school should be held accountable and Teen Vogue should be held accountable. Obviously I'm not a mom, but I'm a strong ass woman. I can't wait to be a mom and I wanna have daughters. I wanna have boys like you, Amber. So I'm like, I don't, I'm not about to get shamed by the mom community. So I wanna get right. experts in here, but <laughs> I can't help but think kind of to your point, how much of this is the quote unquote woke culture seeping beyond like Teen Vogue into schools, like what you're saying and sort of like filling kids heads with this stuff i believe 100 percent that it's the the woke culture and the inclusive culture but i think that they're missing their mark they're missing their responsibility in keeping our children safe and they're stealing our kids innocence from now on you know my child will not be going to sex education because i know that's the kind of curriculum they're going to teach them i'll just opt them out and if i can't opt them out they'll take it up Amber, does your boys go to public school or private school? I'm just public curious. Public school. Yeah, they, they go to public My daughter goes to private Catholic school. Yeah. And they're not talking right. about that at all. No. I think, you know, when I, I went to 12 years of Catholic school, mm -hmm. I was a, I went to an all-girl Catholic high school. You know, the Catholic community does not support, you know, gay, lesbian, queer, right. transgender, um, which is not necessarily what I teach my daughter. She's in Catholic school because I feel that she needs that sort of grounding and guidance that Absolutely. they can offer, but I don't necessarily believe in every, in all of what they right. stand for, but, um, I would be absolutely appalled as you, Amber, if yeah. that was something that my child was offered in a public school setting. Taylor and I've talked about this, being on red carpets and seeing a lot of the kids in the entertainment industry grow up mm -hmm. way faster yes. than your average kid. Yes. Seeing, you know, a, a 12, 13, 14 year old on a red carpet when they are appropriately dressed right. for their age. For me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always like, their mom and dad did something right. Kids are gonna yeah. get 
they're going to get to be at that age eventually. Yeah. They're going to understand what being 16, 17, 18 year old and being sexual, they will eventually get there. But right. I don't think at 11 or 12, that's no. the age to sleep uh, and, at. And here's the thing too. I know for me, like, this is where I was like, I'll probably get some shit for this, right? To your point, Amber, about in my opinion, heavy adult issues such as LGBTQ, such as trans. I mean, we're adults and we're learning about this and figuring this out now, right? So I understand that kids need to have this integrated. I'm not naive. I know that we live in a different world than we, we grew up. But for me, like I would rather have that conversation with my kids than them yes. learning it through these means. Yeah. Are, they have enough, they're preteens. Like they have enough shit on their head already. Well, and it's, and it's the, you know, the government pressing these really disgraceful kind of issues and bills and things that are forcing our children to grow up far too fast. And they're stealing their innocence, quite frankly. I mean, in California, we're a prime example of just disgusting bills being passed where you have, you know, the, the 134 bill, which basically allows, you know, a 10 year gap between an adult and a child having sex. And then that person doesn't have to register as a sex offender. You're looking at a 20 year old and a 10 year old. This is disgusting. It should not be allowed. Yet they pass bills like this. They just passed another bill where if a little girl decides that she wants to have a sex change as young as what, 13, they're saying that she can have her breasts removed without cost it covered by insurance because it's deformity of her body so now we're teaching little 13 year old confused little girls that their little breasts are a deformity and that they need to cut them off i am i am just like speechless to your point it's this is all for inclusivity right but at the same time i see these stories i saw the one you were talking about number one let them be kids let them discover these things on their own and i feel like your body and your mind it it changes up until how old so we're gonna let these young kids make all these choices on their bodies i mean Kira, what's your take i have breast implants and I got woo, them. Woo, in woo. My, I do too. <laughs> in my, I'm like, not that you can see with my, uh, my sweatshirt on. I was modeling uh, in high school and throughout college. And I just remember two things. I wasn't my, I was the wrong Asian and my boobs weren't big enough. And I just remember um, thinking, well, maybe getting breast implants is something that I needed to do. Um, and I waited a really long time and really thought about hard about if this was something that I wanted to go through. And even up till the night before my surgery, I really sat and had to ask myself the question, you know, why am I doing this? How is this essentially going to affect me? And the funny thing about it was I obviously went through with it, but I am probably one of the most covered up women, (laughs) you know, to think that a lot of kids are making these decisions when they are still figuring their shit out you know most people don't figure their shit out until way late after their 20s 30s 40s 50s once you take those suckers out once you have a sex reassignment a reassignment surgery you know that you know you can't get it back so i'm hoping i'm hoping because i don't know parents that have gone through this i i don't know uh, I don't know anybody who's transgendered that has actually made the change. I'm really, really hoping that they're having those same conversations with themselves and with their parents, you know, making sure that this is something that they really want to do because it is life-changing. If we cannot vote for the president of the United States until we're 18, we should not be making choices on our sex, 
our our breasts, our you know the, our penises. There should be not if you're not old enough to make a decision about the president, you're not old enough to make a life changing life. Like this is it. This is this is what you're going to choose. If you're making that before you're 18, where you fully developed, you fully educated, you're fully it set in yourself. You've gone through your puberty. You've gone through everything. Do it. But yeah. you're 18 and you're an adult and you can make that choice. I'm going to be honest. You would think that all these like crazy progressive woke rules are for people like you, right? You're like young MILF. You're gorgeous and you're in the media and you're in California where I just left LA after being there for five years. And I know my friends in LA are like, California gets the brunt of all these, like saying we have all these kooky rules. And part of me is like, but like, it's not that far off. Okay. In New England here, we're like, what the hell is going on out there? But I'm saying like, you would think that you guys are the very people, these rules, if you will, or these articles in Teen Vogue are for, and you're both like, what the hell is going on? I really went into a deep dive last night in regards to Teen Vogue because what I was not aware of this article. Okay. And I'm, you know, and it made me really feel like I was disconnected. You know, my daughter does not have any social media accounts. You know, she has a computer, she has an iPad, she has a phone, but they all belong to me. And I'm in charge of, you know, how long she's on it. You know, I have all of the parental restrictions, you know, I had to think how easy it is for a kid to just stumble onto pornography nowadays I mean I've done it accidentally on my own phone you know and <laughs> yeah a magazine called Teen Vogue is publishing articles like this you know I was saying I'm like I'm reading the wrong Vogue right. in order for me to get you know I, I'm in a committed relationship but maybe I need to be reading Teen Vogue in order to get some of these tips I have written an article for Teen Vogue once, like five years ago. It was one and done for a reason, guys. Only one. Let me tell you, like, they know what they're doing. They make it a pain in the ass for you. And there's no, this isn't like by mistake. Like they, they run a tight ship and they're actually like, they're annoying. But anyhow. When Teen Vogue was first brought out to the public, that was like 2003. And the demographic really was between the ages of 13 and 16. Their age demographic has changed from 12 or 18 to 24. But yet the magazine is still being called fucking Teen Vogue. Right. Right. What happened in Teen Vogue when it was about like our glitter body paint and like what's the trend at Delia's? Right. I mean, I right. saw it because I was like, let me see if it's like just Teen Vogue. 17. Do you guys remember when it's the same kind yeah. of stuff going on? And remember when we would have to like sneak cosmopolitan like i used to see it in the grocery stand and be like sex what do you guys think it says too like i said my audience was riled the f up about this i'm talking like like single straight dudes are like i'm sorry what like people you wouldn't even yeah. think would care like what do you think why why do you think that this is like bringing such a reaction out of people that over sexualization in everything i mean if you really look at new you know movies lately they always you know integrate you know a gay character which is fine and I, I don't have to say anything bad about that because you know there are there is an lgbt community however i don't think it needs to be integrated and now they're saying in their history books they're going to start talking about if a person was gay or not and they're going to talk about their sexual orientation i'm like what does that have to do with history and all of these magazines under the guise again under this oh, we're so woke and we're trying to be inclusive and they're not. 
because what they're doing is they're force feeding your children a narrative and they're force feeding your children sex and they're force feeding that they're really just stealing their innocence little by little. I mean, here in California, again, your child can go get an abortion without even asking your permission and the teacher can take them. I'm like, why does the teacher have so much power over our children? Since when did we release or relinquish that power? You know, growing up in a very Catholic conservative household, you know, my parents are Filipino, Filipino Catholic, which is, you know, diehard as Mexican (laughs) Catholic, Spanish Catholic, you know, I remember being in high school and having to, you know, having, having sex at like 17 and having to sneak around and like trying to figure out those things. I would never, and not, not everybody's going to agree with me, but I would never want my daughter to have to do that because if she's going to have sex, she's going to have sex with whether or not I want her to, you know, she's going to make that decision at whatever age she feels that she, you know, I would hope she would wait as long as possible till she's mature enough to really understand Mm -hmm. the responsibility that comes with that. I don't want her learning these things from the internet and I don't want her learning these things from a magazine. Let's be real. The mob per se could come after you. Like, no, no, they need to be exposed to all of this stuff early. I don't run that risk. I mean, I actually on my own after finding out this is the curriculum reached out to every mom I know and I was like, listen, if they won't let our children be signed out of this class, let's do our own thing. Let's, you know, take the kids out, pull them from the class, you know, tell them about saving money and their finances and and things that are really going to be pertinent in their life. The resources at school should be available, but they should not be forced. I agree with you on on that, Amber. And congratulations. Good for you for taking a stance on something like that. Because, you know, luckily, like I said, my daughter goes to Catholic school. I don't run the risk of her being exposed to that at such a young age. But to hear that at sixth grade, that this is sex education that they're offering, as opposed to it being very clinical, that baffles me. That baffles me. They're not even, I mean, they're still just kind of figuring out like, why the hell do I have pubic hair? I think it's just the reason it strikes everyone from all walks of life right now, like I said, is it's just like that innocence, like you said, Amber, that, I mean, I remember when I was your kid's age, I was like 11, 12. Do you guys remember the Donna's? I had the Donna CD. (laughs) My dad took it from me and hid it from me. It came out in like the early 2000s. There was a song on it, like take it to the back seat. It's to each their own. Like I know with my parents, of course they would like, I would experiment and drink a little bit here and there in high school, maybe prom or whatever. And they weren't like too big of, they're not like hardcore sticklers. Of course I had curfew, like no boys allowed upstairs. I still don't even know if I can have boys allowed upstairs. You know, my dad was worried he hid a CD from me. And it's like, now it's like, you're seeing this shit blown up all over and you're like I think people are just worried what is age appropriate is it going too far and now is it just going to spiral the more like woke and woke it gets if you will we're a prime example of woke because when I was a kid our parents weren't so freely and openly speaking about these topics because they expected the, the school to teach us about you know egg insemination and condoms and sexually transmitted diseases that made me never want to have sex. After I was seeing what an STD looked like, I was like, oh no, whatever that is, I don't want it. If that comes with sex, I don't want to have sex. So our parents didn't have to have those conversations. As well, parents, we are having those conversations. We are opening up that dialogue early enough because they're seeing stuff on TV, they're seeing stuff at school. So 
we're doing it in a way that keeps our kids safe. It keeps the dialogue open. We're not forcing them so much information that their little brain's going to explode. My daughter is not on any social media and she constantly asks me like, when will you allow, when will you let me have something like this? And it's always, my answer is when I feel that you're mature enough. Now, obviously (laughs) she may not ever be mature enough and you know, she may have to (laughs) go to college, but you know, it's, there are some kids, unfortunately, that are forced to mature and grow up early. Uh, And that's just the reality of it. There are some very mature 11, 12, 13 years old, 13 year olds. And, but even then, so I don't feel that the topic of anal sex, you know, and what, how, how it makes, I read the article getting so graphic as to, you know, what is inside of the anus and what makes it feel good. I feel that if they are really that curious, they are going to figure it out and find it, find it out in whatever manner. You know what I mean? What happened um, to the old school way? Like I said the same thing as you care. Like, I don't care if my kids are super like circus freaks, they're having like a beeper until they're 30. Like, I, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't care if you're a weirdo. Um, with that said though, I want to pivot quickly from sex to heavy, in my opinion, like I said earlier, adult issues. So like I said, this whole thing started because I talked about covering a teen Vogue convention. This was like four years ago. And even then at the time they talked about things like politics, identity, LGBTQ, trans, like you said, Amber, um, social justice, feminist, uh, all, you know, violent, all these kinds of things. And this is where I feel it gets tricky, right? Because this is where we're like, okay, how early do we integrate this? We are in a different, different age. However, am I wrong for being like, whoa, like let them be kids. Like, why are we pushing these things at a teen Vogue convention? Well, then I have a question for you. When you were at this convention, how many teenagers were at this convention yeah I mean I feel like it was like a lot like kids and that's where it was like a weird mix because they would have like little patches to like put on your backpack and like stuff like that so that's where I'm like okay I will be the mean mom I'm sorry but I will protect my children tooth and nail they don't have iPads they don't have cell phones and the only computer they're allowed to use is the silly Chromebook that their school gives them Mm -hmm. I won't allow it Um, I read an article by Steve Jobs who said he did not give his children iPads or iPhones or even computers until they were 14 years old because he said that they're not even ready to absorb the sort of information that's like one click away. I've been having conversations with Kennedy, my daughter, uh, pretty early on in regards to politics and why things are important and you know, especially with what's kind of going on uh, politically in this climate right now. I don't feel that, you know, getting them involved at a very young age just to understand, you know, what the system is about and why it, why we live in this country and why it is a privilege. My parents were immigrants and they came, you know, my parents were well in their thirties by the time they came here. So I, you know, even, and my dad was so proud to become an American citizen, but unfortunately, that importance was never really passed down. It was just, you know, my, my sisters and I kind of just grew up as this, you know, these middle-class suburban kids, you know, in Whittier, California, and not really knowing anything. And yeah. knowing, you know, how important politics and your vo- vote and your voice counts nowadays. As, yeah. I, I've been teaching her that probably 
since she was like eight. And I will desperately try not to sway her in, <laughs> in right. you know, my own personal feelings because I want her to grow up to be an adult that makes yeah. those own decisions. You know, at a, at a teen vote or a teen vote convention where the age span is, you know, pretty wide. Yeah, I yeah, think exactly. that if I were to bring my daughter to something like that, it would be me making the decisions on what what parts of the convention that she would be able to okay. attend. I mean, number one, are these adult topics that should wait until maybe later? Are you like, yay, learn about this now? How should these themes be integrated? Because again, I'm not naive. I know we're in a different world, but it just makes me sad because it's like you said it here. Like we didn't have to deal with this stuff at such a young age. So in like a sentence, right? What is, what is appropriate? What would you want for your children and how would you want them to learn and about all of these things that we as adults are dealing with now? I would hope that Teen Vogue and the schools would instead teach inclusivity with their family. You know, tell them, reach out to your parents if you have questions about these things, but if you do have other questions and you don't feel comfortable asking your parents, well, we have this, this, and this option. Same thing with Teen Vogue. Why not be like, hey, you know, you should ask your mom about this if you're thinking about this, or, you know, if you've ever had a question about what this is, you should ask your dad or whatever it may be. But why, why are we trying to break up the family unit? That should be the number one for any woke. I'll agree with you on that, Amber. Well, totally well said. Um, for me personally, I just have to make sure that even it's if it's something that I don't want to hear, not only do I have to be the the person that's going to have the communication lines open, it has to go both ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if she needs to have, you know, <laughs> the topic, that sort of topic of conversation, <laughs> then I have to be open enough to be able to hear it and respond appropriately. You know, yeah. as my, my boyfriend got me the funniest, uh, a sweatshirt for um for Christmas and obviously it's a joke between the two of us but it's a Cardi B WAP sweatshirt <laughs> yeah and I was la I, I was laughing about it and uh obviously it's an adult joke between the two of us but my daughter mommy what does that mean and I literally was like <gasps> war and peace baby it means yeah. war and peace oh, that's really a good book Really That's so cute. You know, I was actually, we're running out of time. We only have a couple minutes. Do you guys off the Cardi B, because this is something I wanted to ask you. I personally don't think that these artists have a responsibility. Um, like you handled that, I think was beautiful. Um, in like a really, really quick, do you guys think that these artists like have a burden of like protecting kids, if you will, with their, with their music? I don't believe so. I, I believe that the people that are in this industry, they understand. Um, but it's all up to how you interpret it. So really it is a hundred percent up to parents opening that line of communication. And quite frankly, so many parents are prude or, or are, are uneducated themselves and they need to wake up. If you're going to have kids, wake up, educate yourself, educate your kids. Uh, I agree with both of you on this topic. I feel that if you know, an artist knows what they're, they're, they're going to be in the public eye, you know, and luckily we do have artists that do take a stance that do say that, you know what, I understand that I am going to be a, a role model, you know, whether they ask for it or not. I appreciate that. But as an artist, they're not the ones that are parenting our yeah. kids. Yeah, I agree. Well, 
Ladies, thank you so much. Um, I think for everyone like myself, who maybe are young parents who want to be parents, thank you for like keeping the innocence of these kids intact. Cause look, this, this like mob is just going to keep going and do, and you know, do what it does. So thank you both um, for doing what you do and inspiring other people like me that we can keep these kids innocent. That is commitment. Look at Amber over here. She's like, I would rather my kids take an F then have their heads filled with these things. Because you know what? Once they are filled with it, you guys are right. At that point, it's too late. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I know a lot of people like me are like afraid to have kids because we're like, is this the kind of shit that they're going to have to deal with? What is going on? So I commend you both for sticking up and taking the matter into your own hands. And I hope to do the exact thing when I'm a mom. And um, yes. love, love the fake boobs. Like you girls said, not until later, <laughs> all about it. Um, and thank you both so much. I so appreciate it.